Today's episode is brought to you by Word Association. You can play Word Association games. You can say Word Association things. Sometimes in Word Association, we say words that are a little advanced. When we say words that are advanced, we have to censor them so that the young among us don't hear words that they shouldn't. Such words are fornication, poop, farts, and crap. And of course, if you're trying to describe the German National Socialist Party that took over half of Europe, which of course we know today as the nerd white supremacist. Word association. It's a fun game we play. Have fun with the next bet. So Dallas, the president comes to town today. How you feeling about it? Um I I it's it's a nice formality, I guess. Uh, I did, like, as I was driving home during lunch, I was, like, daydreaming of what if I ran into the president and, like, he just needed a place to go, so he just came to my house for lunch, and, like, I'm driving and I'm thinking this whole scenario, and I'm, like, I'm talking to him, we're having this nice conversation, secret services in my, my small little apartment, we're at this little uh, kitchen island just talking shop and having lunch, uh, he's having some of my food, he's in my house, and I'm, like, yes, Mr. President, and I'm, like, um, I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna keep calling you sir and and ma'am, uh, just because that's how I was raised. But like, do I have to keep calling you Mr. President? Like, it's it's a lot of syllables. And like, let's be honest, you're in my house eating my food, so like, I, you know. Can't my God, he'd probably be like, it's he's such a. He, I feel like he's like he's a nice guy, and I feel like he always wants to be accommodating, and he's always he's always pushing the niceness, whether you think he's genuine or not. He's he's nice. And I feel like he'd just be straight up like, no, Dallas, you, you call me whatever you want, Dallas. I, I tell you what, you want to call me sir, you call me sir. You want to call me a son of a bitch, you call me whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, He's I, way more Southern in my impression. That's not what Joe Biden <laughs> sounds like at all. But I don't know. In my head, Delaware is also in the Carolinas. So. Well, I mean, I think, I think if you asked any random person, they probably couldn't tell you where Delaware is on the map. Um I I could probably point into like the vicinity of where it is, um, and yeah. for an audio medium, I'll tell you exactly where it is. It's no, absolutely, over there it's somewhere. right up there. It's right up in the in the north with the the west and east, uh, south and such. Yeah, it, it's right. It's right next to that state, and it's just above this state right there. No, totally. It's next to the one on the left, and then it's got the one on the right, and then the part of the sea, and the the southern states and the mason dixon and of course and the and uh the mississippi and uh st louis uh, ohio rivers ohio river valley mm-hmm. french and indian war yeah it's right right next to north delaware and um and it's right it's like right adjacent to delaware avenue yeah and like straight up like if you take delaware avenue eventually you'll get to delaware east and then, and then you you'll eventually uh, come right to the Virginia uh, intersection. <laughs> now we're just describing Buffalo. <laughs> and what's odd is he may have seen these streets. I, he probably didn't. He yeah. probably took the most direct route, like he was going to a Sabres game, and then just veered, you know, downtown. I could see, I could see him like in the in the car, just like looking at trees and stuff. Like wow, but Buffalo is beautiful around this time of year. Yeah, we should come back every year this time of year. We should come back here for vacation. For vacation, the Biden comes here for vacation. He's staying. He's on Sunset Beach. There's a whole security detail. Things are absolutely insane. 
We, we should get a condo in Amherst and come down here during the summer. That'd be just amazing. <laughs> oh, no way this is happening during a recording. I think I'm about to get an Instacart. Uh-oh. Ooh. Uh-oh, I better mute. No, no. They drove by. Oh, they drove by. They slow rolled and drove by. Do you ever talk to your Instacart deliver, delivery person? They generally don't call me. Mm. I'll say that. They, they never call. And I feel very left out when they don't call. I always like it, especially for like, especially for, um, what's the, um, the DoorDash. I like it when they don't call because I ask them specifically not to call. Just leave it at the door. I'll come get it. But every time they knock, it's like, no, I ask you specifically not to knock. See, I'm glad that someone else is saying this. You know, my whole family looks at me like I'm crazy when I say this thing about DoorDash who's knocking. It's like I like I don't I don't like this is supposed to be a contactless delivery. I just want to I don't want that. Absolutely. And why must there be that awkwardness? Because then you open the door and you're like, hello. And they're like, hi. DoorDash? And it's like, yeah, no, you could just leave it. Oh, hang on, Dallas. They're calling. I'm going to tell them to leave it on the porch. What? Hang on. We can give it. We, I want to, I, I kind of, oh, man, no, they probably have other, more deliveries. I could have asked them a few questions. Like, hey, how, how's your night going? Or, um, you know, what's, what's next on your, what's next on your list to do list? Are you got to go far from here? Uh, you know, or what kind of, what, what are your favorite areas to deliver to? I'd like to know the science of a lot of these delivery, uh, services, Instacart, uh, DoorDash, Uber Eats. I'm back. Hey, I was just filibustering about what I'd like to, uh, talk to a the Instacart delivery person or DoorDash delivery person about. And what's odd is the same small talk that you would use with the Instacart delivery person is, is pretty much the small talk that would take up the first five minutes of the president being in your living space. It absolutely would. I'd actually, uh, I'd probably I'll, Instacart some lunch for the president. You'd probably <laughs> like, I'll get you some Wegmans. It's uh popular around here. I, I don't know. Like, do you like subs or soup or something? You're kind of old. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, I'm not sure if you heard, but um, I'm kind of, you know, apprehensive about going to grocery stores right now. So maybe we can totally. Instacart totally. some. I know we're very apprehensive. <laughs> I can understand if maybe you don't want to see it yet. Yeah. Maybe you don't want to give away the big reveal. Yeah. Ruin the surprise. <laughs> oh, wait, there's no surprise because your security showed up in Buffalo six days ago like there were still criminals on the loose. <laughs> Dude, it was like it was like in Game of Thrones when the king shows up and like straight up just layers and layers of almost militarized soldier esque security force. How like how bulletproof are those trucks? Because they they look just like normal, you know, Escalades, but they have to well, be if, like. If you believe in the technology of Marvel, then those cars could save. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character, Nick Fury. <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, I did blank on the name at first, which is why I said Samuel L. Jackson's character. I feel like the general public knew what you meant. I, I I'm I'm not a superhero movie per I'm not a movie per we've been over this. I'm not very much a movie person. 
Especially yeah, guys, we're actually, actually going to start a segment on the show. Uh, I'd like to start it for next episode because our schedules are free enough finally. We're going to start a segment on the show where we want to have uh, movie reviews, and it's going to be pretty nuts because uh, we want to have Dallas's first viewing take on classic movies that everyone's seen and Dallas hasn't seen, which the list is alarmingly long, folks. It's extensive. So if you have suggestions, please send send them our way. And, Absolutely, uh, we'll we got a list of movies for me to watch. And I mean, don't worry about like I wonder if you've seen like odds are I haven't seen it. I'll tell you the movies that I have seen. All right, here we go. My top five movies. Top Dallas's top five favorite movies. Heck yeah. Number five is Up. Disney's That's Up. That's a great one. I used to uh, when I was uh, younger, so like twenty one. I would put on up to go to sleep and I would skip the, the sad part and then just go right to the regular movie. Cause I didn't need those kind of nightmares before I went to sleep. Heck yeah. Uh, number four is Lion King. Uh, it's a classic. Um, everyone's seen it. Uh, it's a, a movie that I remember seeing in my childhood when we were at my old, old house when I was younger, we had like the big, giant tv with the fat back and like had a v- vhs insert in there and we watched lion king also uh taibo with uh billy blanks that's, that's what i watch on that on that big tv badass heck yeah number three is toy story oh man another classic oh dude toy story though like tim allen what a jerk but at the same time <laughs> Toy Story. It's such a. It, it, I I think it was a innovative movie. Uh, you know, one of the first of its kind about toys. You know, and and, I as, know. and as a child, you know, like I want. I, as a as a kid, we all imagine our toys being animated. At least I did, especially when I'm not there. Like, what are these I toys doing? I don't know if I imagine there? them being civilization animated. Oh no, they they have their own like society. That's great. With, like you were rules. on Andy's level already. Oh yeah, they they definitely had rules and like a law. They definitely had rules and a, and a hierarchy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I know what you're thinking. These are all Disney movies. I promise they're not all Disney movies. Uh, uh, speaking of not a Disney movie, actually, this is number two is Wally. Um, that's a damn good one. Now, Wally is one of my favorites because it's it's very sparing, like audio wise. There's not there's not a lot of music. There's not a lot of sound. There's a lot of like just empty space. And, and I, I love I, that they like keep the space idea. Yeah, yeah. I think like it was very vacuum. futuristic, especially nowadays. Like, is that where we're gonna be in the next fifty years? Totally, dude. On a spaceship. And like, I don't know, man, like, like folks out there, we, we, we opened light, of course, because we just feel like everybody needs a distraction. But I mean, just that prolific spaceship comment. I mean, Dallas, uh, after something like this weekend, the spaceship sounds pretty, pretty darn cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 mean, I definitely want to touch on that. We, we got, we got to start what? light though. We, we got to start light though. And number one, 
Goodwill Hunting. That's a great movie. I've seen that movie oh, at least a hundred like, times. Especially just thinking societal problems, a lot of stuff. That's a heavy one, man. It's a really good. That's a I, great movie. I could probably recite that movie from beginning to end. I've seen it so much. That's amazing. I love that movie. Well, that's it then, guys. On a happier week, we're gonna post a parody Goodwill Hunting scene. <laughs> why? Why shouldn't I do this podcast? Well, I'll take a crack. You want to do a Goodwill Hunting scene now? I, I was gonna try to, but no. I, I feel like we 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 can save that for for another time. I could do a quick. I could do a quick. Uh, uh, a quick censorship line of uh ben St- of a uh, ben stiller dang it no i just messed up my momentum no nope, no ben affleck pr- impression anymore i'm done <laughs> i was gonna say i can edit it but no i'm probably gonna leave it in i'll leave it nope in. i'm leaving that in there that's yeah. way funnier gotta leave it in imagine matt matt damon and ben stiller instead of matt damon and ben affleck and good little hunting all right guys well we're a buffalo show we wanted to open light we're gonna touch on the buffalo problem let's let's take a break and then when we come back we, we, we're going to talk about what's going on. We definitely got to, but um, let's take a break. You'll hear from one of our sponsors, and then uh, we'll bounce back in. This episode is brought to you by love. Think of all the ways that we love each other. When we cut someone off in traffic, give someone the middle finger, or bully our younger siblings into having them give us their lunch money or all of their money in general. Those are just some of the ways that we can express love. And if we can express love more often, then maybe, just maybe, we can get along in this world. L-O-V-E. Love. So, really quickly, before we get into this next segment, um, we had a very uh, important discussion about the things happening in Buffalo. And um, in, in, in Andrew fashion, he kind of... He, he he went a little bit overboard, so we we had to censor uh, a, a couple words here and there. So um, just bear with us here, and you know, just uh, stay tuned with the message. But just know that Andrew, he <sighs> just pay attention. So the big story uh, nationally right now in coming out from Buffalo Saturday, May fourteenth. Around afternoonish in a Tops supermarket on the east side of Buffalo, which is uh, a predominantly black neighborhood in the city of Buffalo, a white gunman dressed in military-style clothing allegedly killed ten people and injured three other people with uh, in a, in a, uh, with a assault rifle weapon. Um, he live streamed it on Twitch. Um, images showed that he had the N word uh, written on the the front of the gun, and he was aiming to kill just black people. Um, he's not from the Western New York area. Apparently, he drove from. He's from Conklin, New York, or something like that. He's 18 years old. And he came to Buffalo uh, and seeking out black people to, uh, for lack of a better word, eradicate them. 
That's and, a perfect word. That's exactly what he was trying to do. And uh, as a black person in Buffalo and I used to live in that area, it's a odd feeling to, especially after that, with we've had more threats uh, from seen on social media about, you know, people aiming to attack other uh, grocery stores and places. Came to my city. We had we had two two labeled attacks in Niagara Falls, one on somebody's fence, one at a Wegmans. And it's just like the 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 reasoning or his 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 aim or his motive was based on things that he had heard in the media and and so on social media about this white replacement theory that is to me it's a, a, a new one that I haven't heard much about um, but he he wanted to just get rid of black people and you know keep white supremacy as a reigning kind of I don't even know what to call white supremacy other than just uh, hey. e- evil and racist Absolutely. and just not 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 a a a real thing that you you think that it obviously it does still exist but it only exists in the people who actually feel it. Absolutely. And I I just can't me being the person that I am, I can't imagine having that much hate in my, not even just my heart, but in my system to want to go all that way because I hate these people so much. It's not that they, we don't, we didn't, they didn't do anything to them. They just existed. The people that he killed of the 10, a majority of them were. I mean, they were old, like they were yeah. elderly. What, what do you, what is, what is that? Who is this? Like what, what came to us? Roberta A. Drury, age 32. Margus D. Morrison, age 52. Andre McNeil, age 53. Aaron Salter, age 55. Geraldine Talley, age 62. Celestine Cheney, age 65. Hayward Patterson, age 67. Catherine Massey, age 72. Pearl Young, age 77. Ruth Whitfield, age 86. Like these, those people weren't replacing you. Those were the people who were at a grocery store on a Saturday afternoon in uh, that area of Buffalo is also considered a food desert. So that top supermarket is their only grocery store. They walked into an oasis with a, with a, with a destructive plan in his hand. Like that's, that's what he did. He chose that spot. I mean, just, just like a war crime in times we don't hear about. 
it almost feels like it, it's not like I feel so lost. Like it's so crazy. It feels like it can't happen here and yet it's here. And it very much can. And, you know, I have dreams or nightmare scenarios is maybe what they're better described as of, of the, of that exact scenario. Maybe not with that motive, but of that exact scenario, someone just coming out and just trying to eliminate people. And the only difference between what happened Saturday and my dreams and nightmares is that I wasn't there. And it's just now, just the way this week has been, like, should I still go to the grocery store? I, I mean, I need some groceries, or should I just play it safe and Instacart it? I mean... And what's insane to me is, like, we talk about the similarities and differences in culture a lot. We talk about what our what our families were like both growing up a lot and there is just this insane separation on this one like there's just this whole chapter of feelings i don't gotta have about it and it's so insane to me that there's this whole chapter of feelings you got right now that i'll never have i just don't know about and it's scary to me that somebody walked in and 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 here we are, such good friends, and yet there's still that canvas tear between us. Because I don't get it all. Like, that's just, that's just insane to me. Like, I, I just can't imagine that fear and what, what goes into that. And there's this, there's a level of fear, but there's also this level of pride too where I just want to like in the back of my mind I'm like no I'm not I'm not going to let these people scare me into not going to get groceries I'm not going to let these people scare me into not going and to I get, get that. gas yeah, man like you, you should, like I, I, I don't get it but I understand where you're coming from if somebody challenged me in that way I, I would want to do that too screw them why would i let them win but at the same time it's like i just i just don't gotta worry about the same thing and my really my only real message is you know this th as i was uh having these thoughts swirl around in my head and they just kept swirling around and around and around and you ever get so deep in your thoughts that you kind of like mimic your thoughts so as these thoughts are swirling around my my body is physically swirling around with the Absolutely. thoughts we're, i'm a dude we're artists that's like how we're expected to live and the 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 one line that just kept coming to me that i i, I feel like everyone should adopt is we protect what we love 
We love what we understand, and we understand what we're taught. And it starts with the teaching. If we can That's right. teach people just the basics that, like, the, the color of our skin, at the end of the day, it makes no difference. Like I, and I understand like the like there's white privilege and systemic racism and but it, but it's all based on the color of our skin, which it makes no difference at all. And if we can teach that at the beginning, and then we we can learn to understand it, and that this cycle goes on, and then we 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 understand it, and now that's. And we, we love that we understand it and we, we, we can reach this place that we can all, and this is going to sound so cliche, but I, it's just what I'm feeling. Like we can all start to really love each other. And when we really start to love each other, that's when we start to protect each other. And it's not, it's, it's, it's going to take more than, you know, legislation. It's going to take more than, you know, changing of systems, it's going to take more than conversations and, you know, all this other stuff. It's going to take a spiritual journey for people to learn how to inhabit this earth together as one. It's, it's going to take a spiritual spiritual journey for everyone to learn to live in the same neighborhood and help each other where i mean they call buffalo the city of good neighbors yet buffalo is one of the most segregated cities in the country where we're i mean if we're being honest we're not good neighbors we're just neighbors and until we can learn to live on this earth together uh with with knowing knowing where love comes from because I, I don't think love comes from the heart i think hate comes from the heart i always say you can't spell heart without hate love comes from somewhere else it's a, it's a deeper place because love i i believe that love is it's a part it's it's the biggest organ in the skin love on the body love comes from the skin it's in your dna it has to be a part of you the heart that's where the hate is the heart is in you but the love your skin that's a part of you love has to be a part of you that's beautiful and that and that's that's how you spread love that when you spread your dna you're 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 re uh, regenerating you're you're multiplying and you're, you're making making new you're you're creating when you when you spread something from the heart that's that's just blood that dries up but if we can learn to spread real love find where that real love comes from that's where i believe we can make the steps toward change and honestly if there's anyone out there hearing my guy Dallas talk about this stuff and you're saying no, I mean, if there's anybody out there who wants to separate from the idea of 
getting along and living together. How do you think you're right? How do you look inward and see human beings and think you are better? What happened in your life that was so horrible that you need to be better than someone? You know, what went so wrong for you that you woke up one day and you said, I'm going to end lives to prove how right I am. I mean, to to that 18-year-old kid that's probably not even going to hear this, I mean, do you think you're you're brave? Do you think you're some sort of hero? Some exalted knight of the past, killing innocent people? To me, you're nothing. That's what you are. The same thing you thought of those people, that's what you are to me. And I hope, I hope you think on that. And on what horrible things you've done. And if life works out your way and you are spared and you spend life sitting in a cell with a gift that you did not give 10 other people. If that's you believing you're a hero. Then I, I dare you to read the records of history again. To go back and read every time that hate came to fruition and watch that normal people came together eventually and destroyed it. And whether it's reform in this country or whether it's kings of the past that were good or emperors that cared for their people or senates or parliaments that passed laws that showed how much they gave a damn, good people will always win in the end. If you see others as nothing, that's what you have to be on the inside to believe that. To those who spread this widespread and have platforms and defend themselves after they say these things. Anybody wants to talk about people hurting other people. And it being anything more than a decision, than a premeditated preemptive attack and to anybody that thinks that this is anything more than an evil man doing an evil act and needs to attach any other political issues to it. You're crazy. Normally I'm a comedian folks and I'm, I like to be funny. Normally I like to be the guy that can make an entire room laugh. But I'm telling you, if anyone wants to speak to me of hate or of betterness, of inferior and superior people, if anyone wants to have these discussions, they will see a whole new side of me. Because I have been on the bottom in my life, and there are still things that I will never experience. And I am not better than any human being out there. And no one is better than anyone. So when someone premeditates an attack, an attack that's as old as Hitler, as old as hate, as old as figureheads, 
who have brought nothing but destruction and pain on the human race. Anyone who believes in those principles, I say without a doubt, you are evil. Sorry, I, I sort of hijacked for a second. No, not a, not a, not an issue at all. We, 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 we need some of those allies, and honestly, we we need people like you to, you know, sort of be on the on those front lines too, and that's that that's what we need right now. And for for my for my people, if for anyone, if you need uh, people to talk to, if you need resources. Uh, check out my social media. I'll be sharing resources um, for for as as long as people need it. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I'll be on Twitter. Um, check out uh, any of the community centers and in the in the community people who are sharing information that you may need. Uh, do not hesitate to reach out because that is what we're about. That's how you share love, and that is how we make a actual reputation as a city of good neighbors so we're gonna we're gonna take a, a quick break here and when we come back um i believe andrew has some words for a mr tucker carlson we're back i had a sip of water And um, I feel cooler. <laughs> well, we're we, we before we we got on you um you you had a you had a challenge for a a, a media person. Would you? Would you ah, uh, yeah. And before anybody thinks that this is just gonna be like a batting cage attack, I'm not gonna go nuts. It's not gonna be insane. I'm not not even really gonna get political. I just want to say one thing and put one. Hook line out there, see what happens. <sighs> Carlson, man, your words are in a white supremacist manifesto. Just saying it out in the open. Your words are not in a mental patient's manifesto. Your words are not in the ramblings of a crazy man. Your words are in the manifesto of a white supremacist. Say what you want about your own words, guy. They're in the manifesto of a Nazi. white supremacist. I'm sorry. It's time to reevaluate. I've said a lot of funny things in my life. I've said a lot of edgy things in my life, but guy, white supremacist. They're not quoting my words in manifestos. I'm sorry, guy, but nobody's out there talking about hand in hand and the world marching on together and everybody loving everybody and then gunning 10 people to the ground. That's just not happening. So <laughs> the realism that you're trying to take out of this situation and make it about you is just insane. There's 10 people dead. But then again, there were so many other situations where people were dead. And you did what you did. I'm just a little fiery now because it's Buffalo and we're here. But, dude, you want to talk to a Buffalonian about it? I'll have at you anytime. I'm not worried about it. Because honestly, guy, you're a terrible debater. You're a goof, and your words are in the, the your words are in the manifesto of a white supremacist. Like that's just the rea reality of the situation that you're up against. If you're not reevaluating yourself tonight, 
tomorrow and coming out with a new message in the next two days, you've proved all you need to prove to the world. But a lot of leaders' words have been quoted in a lot of different places in this world. And so far, in the violent places, it's usually only the violent leaders. So if you consider yourself a leader, if you consider yourself somebody whose words matter, you need to reevaluate them. That's all I got to say. Not going to get into the politics of anything. Not going to take on channel versus channel. Not interested in any of that. Point is, a lot of people saying a lot of things. Their words aren't in a white supremacist manifesto. That's just reality. And if you want to talk about that point, I will talk about it all night with you, man. I'll do it live. I'll do it on cable. I'll do it on this show. I don't care where. You want to come to Buffalo? We'll have you here. But that's it, man. Your words are in a white supremacist manifesto. That's just the end of it. Well, this was a... um. We, 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 we discussed and we figured we had to just, we had to come on. I know we're, we're not scheduled to be, have another episode at least for another week, but we, with the recent events happening in our city, uh, the, the city of Buffalo, which it's in the name of also, our show. Have we, have we planned enough to announce on the show the, the festival idea? Do you think we should announce the grassroots idea now? Let's announce it. Guys, we want to start a grassroots music festival. We want, all of the proceeds to go to uh, as many charitable organizations that can help forward the cause of humanity as possible, all within the city of Buffalo. It's all going to be local charities. Uh, we want your suggestions on these charities, what social services and what charities could benefit from this money the best. Because we're comedians, guys. We're not experts on this stuff. I'm just going to admit right now, setting up a music festival, this is going to be a first time for me. But we want to do it. We want it to be grassroots. We want suggestions of venues. We're going to be calling venues. What's that show about Buffalo wants to get out there? And we want to host this music festival. We want to bring in all Buffalo artists. We want to make sure that it is a community-driven show. And we want to show off our community because you know what? Buffalo's now been in negative world attention twice. And we want a festival that puts us in positive world attention. CNN, MSNBC, I made a challenge for the other guy. I'm going to make a challenge for you. When uh, this stuff gets shown, we want all the news networks out there. Heck, Fox, if you even want to come and cover us anyway, um, we totally will have anybody. You know, we, we just want, we want to do this for the community because Buffalo deserves a reason to celebrate because, dang it, every time there's supposed to be a reason to celebrate, something bad happens. And I know it's never been this bad. But this time it's bad, and we want to try and make something good, and that's just that's just it. I don't. I, I'm not going to tell you I know how to do it. I'm not going to tell you this is the right way. But if I can do something, I want to set up a music festival, and I want to get music and arts, as many poets as we can, as many actors as we can, as many directors, writers. We want a ton of projects, music and arts festival, guys. We want to plan it for this summer. We want your help. We're going to start a GoFundMe for it, probably release it as soon as this episode's up. And uh, thank you so much. That's uh, what we're going to do. And uh, like I said, um, I made my bones. I made my challenges. Anybody really feels like there's a problem with loving other people and not wanting hate words in our world? I'm sorry if you don't like me because of that, because that's really all I want. I know I said a lot of 
fiery things, but really at my base, I just want everybody to get along, and I don't understand why people can't do that. So, like, uh, like I said, made my bones where I made them, and aside from that, I just want everybody to know that uh, this is not meant as a shameless plug, but if anybody comes to an Adopted Brothers show, you're welcome. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you came from. We talk about everything. We try to make everybody laugh with everything. Come on out to an Adopted Brothers show. I mean, you're welcome. Everybody's welcome. We want that community feel. And when you see our names out there somewhere and we're performing, please come on out. Because we'll be happy to have you no matter who you are. And we'll be happy to make you laugh and make you forget about everything for a little while because that's what we like to do. Absolutely. And please remember... We protect what we love, we love what we understand, and we understand what we're taught. And once we're taught that love is really the, I mean, again, cliche, it's the, it's the only answer. And that's when we can take the necessary steps toward where we need to be as a country and as a human race. So uh, I want to thank everyone for their support. Thank everyone for their willingness to stick together in these tough times and support the people who need it most. Um, as always, thank you for, for listening. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your ears. And hopefully soon, thank you for your hearts. <laughs>